Welcome to the Jess Edit Podcast, a place where channeled messages come through me, by me, for humanity, and where we will dive into all the things that make up this beautiful life here on Earth. Come on the journey as we explore all realms. Okay, we're going to get straight into it because there's no fucking around when it comes to the messages trying to come through. So when my channel opened, this was, I mean, it originally opened back when I was pretty young. I can't remember the age. It was just fucking scary, the whole thing. But the next conscious moment that I remember it opening, I was 18 and it was shocking. Then I turned everything off and then it reopened back in 2021 when I was taking an Akashic uh, Records class. And my early days of my own channeling, I was channeling for humanity within the group, but then my early days of my own channeling was that mediumship would be my greatest contribution to humanity. And the caveat that went with that is that the guy that would be helping me through this was my biological father. And for now, we are in 2024. That is how long I've been a big fuck no. Um, I did not know this person. I do not trust this person. They are no longer here on earth. And the fact that that was the person that was going to guide me, I was like, no, dude, no, thank you. So that's how long I have been in resistance to this side of my gift. And now 2023, end of it, starting in 2024, the knockings on the door have been so, have been are getting so much louder and finally got to a place of doing my own freaking work, which has not been easy, I'm going to tell you, of accepting and receiving help from the masculine, which is like funny, right? Because I'm super cool with being in my masculine. You know, most of my adult, even earlier life, I was like masculine out to a T. And so I think I'm more okay with that. But when it comes to receiving help from the masculine, especially from like a paternal line, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. No, thank you. Fast forward to the surrender, the Jess of surrendering. And here we are. Even now when I'm saying this to lead up to the story, I can just hear the knockings of the fucking mediumship and the people trying to come through and just being like, hurry the fuck up. Let's get to the message. But I wanted to set the stage so you can understand the history of what it of what my channel kind a short short thing of history of my channel so I have been resistant to this because I've had a lot of fear that I would not have control over seeing things over uh, souls coming over to me that I would just be bombarded. And so I think that God was really looking out for me and waiting until my boundaries were really strong and that I felt really in power in my own power to fucking handle this because it feels, it feels like a lot. And as someone like me, who's really freaking sensitive, it's a lot of energy for me to feel. And then also keep my own shit straight of like knowing what's mine and knowing what someone else is. And I haven't always done a good job of that, especially where all my empaths at, you know, that boundaries is a huge, huge deal. 
and not going into victim consciousness because you can feel like poor me, woe is me. And it's all bullshit. It's all a fucking like the empath thing. And I'm sorry because I used to be this um, way, but it's all like this victim consciousness to be like, well, I'm an empath and uh, I was that way for a long time and I'm just so sensitive and now I'm just like you know what I am a fucking empath and I have very strong boundaries and it's on me to handle that energy and not what was me and poor me but now it's like no it's on me so the messages I say that and then also recognizing my own resistance to not being able to control and not feeling empowered to control all the energies that are coming in. But I'm here now. And I've accepted the help of my bio dad. Oh, and even saying that it makes me want to cry because it's such a it's such a tender spot. Even though I've done so much healing around it, it's sometimes I'm like, fuck, dude. But it's just receiving help from the masculine so that my gifts can come online. And it's almost like being so afraid of how big your fucking mission can be and then owning that and then not feeling like cocky and like I'm like think I'm some princess that has this big mission, like fighting that mindset and just coming from a place of serving and the gifts that God gave me. It's like a lot. So. I think the the tenderness for me is to accept on how big of a life that I really want to live and then fighting off the emotions that come with that of the constant battle I, I feel of like, oh, you're cocky or you're stuck up or why do you think you're special? All that. Like I deal with that um, on a regular. So to draw oh just a side note to drop in and out of that and what I do is dropping into my heart space and coming from a place of service and that for me is a big uh loophole I guess into the energy because when I drop into my heart I know the kind of person I am and so there's this I don't allow the mind to to overtake what it is in my energetic soul signature and what my heart says. So here's the message. And part of me still feels like editing it because I don't want it to come off harsh, but I'm just going to fucking give it for what it is. Um, you know, and knowing my intentions is like, I'm never here to hurt anyone. I'm just giving it to it real and how the message is displayed or presented to me because it's important. So when I finally accepted and allowed all of the mediumship and it's it's coming in waves, right? It's not like I'm full blown um, James Von Bra, although I think that's how you say his name, but I, I'm going to be on his level for sure. But it's coming in. So this is where we're at now. There's so many souls on the other side who are tormented, who don't have peace, who have not fully crossed over because they did not live the life that they intended to, that they wanted to when they aren't here on earth. And so the reason that they are coming to me now is almost, it's it's in the place of hope. It's in the place of trying to help humanity, like, clean up our bullshit because a lot of us are living bullshit lives and a lot of us are not thinking bigger picture we're so stuck in the 
um, what is it? In the micro, the smaller eyesight, the smaller like tunnel vision versus looking at the bigger picture. And so they're wanting to come through because a lot of them are not transitioning fully into what their next adventure is, into what their next experience is, because they're having to look at their behaviors. They're having to look at their personalities and what they did on earth and all of the trauma that they caused and all of the pain that they caused, not only themselves, but their families and the curses that they caused and wanting to stick around and help those of us that are still here um, clean it up. And so that's it's like that is the message for us to get our heads out of our asses and look at the bigger view and specifically what they're commenting is and or what they're showing is that so many of us are not tending to our hearts we're not tending to the relationships in our lives that are causing us pain so we're going through life being angry being upset being resentful and not truly healing and then end up dying and not um, making right or putting on the right course uh, for the next generations to come. And so what they're wanting, this, this group of people, souls that have passed over but are not fully all the way over, is to make it right. And that is to make peace, make amends figure out the shit that they didn't figure out so we can stop this generational curse, this generational um, layers of anger and scarcity mindset and imprisonment. Like they're basically showing us as the human race, like we are imprisoned. And we're in prisons because we're not seeing the truth of why we are here we are not connecting to our inner hearts on why we came here and it's like we're so distracted with the outside perceptions or this person did this to me or i have to do this person's purpose and they're wanting us to come back into our hearts internally make a u-turn come back into ourselves i'm like why did i come here was it to continue to be angry at my father and not find peace was it to work a job i fucking hate no they're like no bitch it wasn't for any of that it was truly to find peace and love and harmony and not that we don't have trials and challenges, but we get through them and we walk through them without all of this like I'm scared bullshit. And we walk through it and we come back, we come through the other side and we're like, wow, this is what it really means to live. This is why I chose here to have these experiences, to feel these big feels, to feel these big feelings and like live, truly live. And it's a gift that we're here and we're forgetting why we are here. We're forgetting the gift it is, what it means to be here. And it's funny, even while they're saying all this or while I'm saying all of this, it's like, this is not to negate that it's not sometimes fucking hard or it doesn't make sense or it's not fair. And, and they're bringing me so many, they're bringing, oh, they're bringing me so many these are parents of them losing their children and how 
fucking painful that is and how awful and it it doesn't feel right or why would God do this? And they're like, but we chose this. We chose these experiences. And it wasn't after that to dwindle away and then turn to alcoholism or to then hate everybody in our lives. But it was to go through this process step by step and come through the other side. And so that by the end of our lives, we look back and be like, holy crap. I mean, that might, that's huge. But I also lived again. I loved again. Instead of going onto our deathbed and then just being resentful and then being in this, this like, this in-between zone because we just never got it right. We never, we never looked into our hearts and did the internal work that we needed to do to mend our hearts, to mend the relationships in our lives. Because they're saying like, we promise you at the end, it's not going to matter the fights that you had with your family. It's about the repair that you did with your family after that and how you learned to move on and to breathe again and to find peace. And maybe those people won't be in your lives. They're not even saying that. Not even saying like you can't end relationships, but it's ending in harmony and peace and not having this resentment for later on in life. And so there's so many souls they're showing me. There's so many souls that are just in this in-between world because they just didn't get it right. And so now they're coming through me to let us know like this is humanity's chance this is humanity they're saying second wave to come back home to ourselves to regain our power to get out of these programmings that we have to like stop the bullshit and step up and be the people people the souls and these human skeletons that we were meant to be because a life fulfilled is a life worth living a life fulfilled is a life worth living and living like balls out, which is so funny. The personality of me comes in and I just think to the window, to the wall. It's just funny. I They use my personality to show like, yes, this is serious, but it's also light and it can be fun. And so the message the intent of it is coming across like fucking get to it you guys but also we can make it playful like to the window I don't know if you guys know the song to the wall I won't say the next words but imagine your your butt in the air and waving it like you just don't care because that's what the next part of the song is so they're laughing at me because the humor in it thank you the laughter of it even when it's heavy, can lighten and release. And that humor and that lightness also leads to love and to joy. It's almost like a back, oh, thank you, thank you. They're showing a back door. How do we have a back door into this? And so when you're thinking specifically about a relationship that you don't have peace in, and maybe it's with one of your parents, it's like, what's a back door I can use into that? Pull back. Right now we're in it, right? It's the blinders are on. Pull back. See the bird's eye view. 
And then the back door would be, how can I find humor or laughter in this just to lighten it? Because it's almost like the energy is so tight, you're holding it and you just want to let it go a little bit so that it can wiggle and make space. And the space is what brings us back into our heart and then back into our souls to remember, oh, okay, I know this seems like a really big deal, but at the end of my life, it's not that big of a deal. What is the lesson I'm I'm wanting to learn? What is the lesson my soul is wanting to learn right now in this experience? Ask your soul to show it, show you. We know how to do this. We've been programmed to think that we forgot, but we haven't forgotten. All you have to do is close your eyes and drop down. And they're showing me, it's funny. I say, we haven't forgotten. But the reason why we think that we've forgotten, because there's chaos, because there's distractions all around you. And so be really fucking honest. What are the distractions around you? Maybe you have to take a week and stop watching Netflix at night so you can get quiet and be with yourself. It's the way that they're showing it's not going to take long to come home to yourself and get really freaking real. This is why so many people are unhappy. This is why so many people, we have mental illness issues outside. They're saying outside of our foods and um, the environmental crap that they have going on. But a lot of the reasons because we're not living from our soul. We're disconnected from our soul. We're fragmented. So we forget who we are. But we can come back to it. If you are dissatisfied with your life, it's on you to come back to it. And this is how. Take out the chaos. Take out the distractions. Get quiet. Close your eyes and come home to yourself, to your heart. Set the intention. Set the prayer. Do this as a discipline, like you're working out and come home to your heart. And the more you keep doing that, the more the energy lifts and the more that the, these souls can move on. And they're even showing it now. There's so many of them that are waiting for someone like me to wake up and to help them, to free them. And they're trying, they're knocking on your door. They're knocking on your door. So if there's a family member now, go back a couple lineages, a couple lineages, go back a couple generations. Even if it has nothing to do with you, you can heal it. You can do it for your, your ancestors now. But go in and ask, who can I set free from my lineage on your mother's side and your father's side? And also by getting quiet, by tuning into ourselves, don't be surprised if your ancestors, you know, your grandfather, your great grandfather, the great greats or the aunts and the uncles start knocking on your door. And it doesn't, it's not scary. The way that they're showing it's like they're just knocking on the door for you to open the door so that the energy can lift. And just imagine, just imagine what the world would be like if the generational trauma wasn't passed down because what they're showing is the muscle memory they're so like dna memory but also like muscles muscles have memory and so it's just getting passed down because everything's being stored in our bodies because we're not healing it so take it upon yourself and heal it 
not only for yourself, but the generations before you and the generations that will come after you. This is true freedom. This will free the human race from being under imprisonment from the powers that want to keep us in prison. And then it frees the whole galaxy. It frees the whole universe. And it changes what Earth is being designated for, what Earth is being used for. I don't know what's to come next. This is the first time I'm hearing it. But Earth also has a purpose. She also has a role in this galaxy. And by setting the humans free, it changes things for her and the galaxy. So more to come. I hope that serves. And they love you all, your ancestors. They thank you. They honor you. They know it's a big ask, but it's not only for them, but it's for you. So they honor you and they thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. So grateful for you to be here. If you love this episode and podcast, be sure to let me know by writing a review on iTunes or Spotify so I can keep all this goodness coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come say hi at Channeled by Jess on Instagram. So much love to you all.